I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Well, I'm afraid to approach the the cold open uh, since we've uh, we've banned it since last. We're week. already in it. You're doing it right now. This is the cold open. Whether or not you mean to, you've done a cold open just now. As as, as natural as taking your first breath, we've made a cold open. <laughs> I'm glad you've already accepted that it is inescapable and a necessary part of every show. Um, and yes, I <laughs> the, still put it on the dock. The cold open is still- as inescapable for this show as it was for Texas this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> for friends in Texas, we hope you're okay. Yeah, we hope and you're getting warm and dry, and that's that's really all we can hope for. Yeah, with blankets and yeah. Netflix and. Just chilling, but in a power, yeah. chilling in a in water, in like a uh, you know, not a literal sense. Right. Yeah. Hope right, you don't right. get messed with, as they say. <laughs> yeah. On the on, the, go to Bucky's until it all blows over. <laughs> <laughs> or go to Cancun, you know. Or, or oh yeah, same. go to That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> just a day trip. Just drop the kids off and come <laughs> back. <laughs> Blame them. Um, That's what they're there for. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 147 of Radish. Uh, the we got a show and tell. No, no. Ten kills on the board right now. Just wiped out tomato now. My friend has gone down. I revived him. Now we're heading southbound. No. That's the new jingle I've been working on all night. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> heard that on TikTok for the past two weeks. Christ. Uh, this is the Show and Tell podcast where we bring you the good stuff and only the good stuff every week. I am your host, America Shawns and Bars. Haven't heard that one in full, but America Stars and Bars is apparently uh, pretty good. A lot of shredding. We're just Neil glad Young you got shreds. one. <laughs> Like that was the the most surprising thing is like after hearing like you know deja vu and uh, like uh, everyone knows this is somewhere uh, Neil shreds he's an incredible guitar player <laughs> Neil like, shreds like Neil Neil fucks it's it's great <laughs> just just he wait does. till you come to that realization once you come to that realization that's like and Neil Young Daryl Hannah for like thirty five years or so Daryl Hannah yeah. oh I I was thinking about who was. Jack Hanna. That's who I thought you were talking about. Daryl Hanna, Jack Hanna, Hanna Barbera, <laughs> the three Hannas. The three Hannas. Hey, can Hannah somebody, can, can one of you guys ask me what we got? What do we got? What have we got? We got a number one victory oh. royale. Yeah, Fortnite, we about to get down. Get down. I'm Will. Um, as someone who still listens to American Boy years after it's relevant, uh, this has been my, <laughs> this has been, uh, this has been my Super Bowl this week, is TikTok having this very good song parody mm. in which uh, a lot of the words do not match the syllables. Um, it's it's no. also my Wait, show Wait, is that tell. a parody of a song? Yeah, yeah, it's Estelle featuring Kanye West. Oh my god, you need to listen to American oh, gotta... Boy when we finish this podcast because it's it a is great a, song. It's a jam. Oh, it's I had no absolute, idea. I was about to say, like, that bop. kid's like... As as cringeworthy as the song is, like the little like get down, like the little hype uh, background is no, pretty that's, solid. That's all lifted. Uh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> it reminds me, it's like a new age of that one kid that uh, very tone deafly saying uh, that we he wants young? to play Pokemon Go oh. every day. I play Pokemon Go every day. I p- have you guys ever seen that? No, nope. that was you. You made that song. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> We, yeah, we've I all seen your after, YouTube channel. <laughs> I stopped after two months. Uh, also, the the kids that say what <laughs> <laughs> of those videos. <laughs> the first one has three videos, and it's us three, and then the rest have one. <laughs> and it's not Sean. Views. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm Tyler. Yeah, I, who I, are you? Yeah, I'm Tyler. Um, it's funny. I saw a meme earlier this week on Twitter. Of just like a stick figure guy just laying in bed, like it says 4 a.m. on his alarm clock. He's got like 
10 bags under his eyes and then an imagination bubble above him that's just the lyrics to that uh tiktok we got a number one victory royale yeah fortnite we about to get down get down kills on the board uh, <laughs> i listened to that song the original one uh in the shower last week, so I was very, I was very ready for this resurgence of. This was directly for you. Everyone it's else a, it's is a just bop. a byproduct. <laughs> Have you since listened to this song in full on Spotify? Will is the Fortnite one on Spotify? Oh, I don't know. Have, well, I guess you probably have listened to the full version if you made a. I haven't. Act. You haven't. I, I just and you made it. A, okay. I, I clipped it. Um, How long is it? Yeah. I didn't know there's a full version. It's like two minutes long. It's it's a lengthy <laughs> 14, one. It's called, 14 damn. minutes. It's called Chug Jug With You. Uh, it's the name of the song. Very, very tub thumping. Uh, it's actually called that? Um, <laughs> is that like a Fortnite reference or something? I feel yeah, like it's, 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 it's the shield potion. Yeah. Uh, As someone who's won Fortnite once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You showed those seventh graders. Is it true that they have Ryu, Ryu and Chun Li in there now? Dude, I play as the Mandalorian. I you can play as it's a it's a no man's land of IP in there. You can play as like I there's there's a Nolan Batman skin. There's Galactus, uh, the Mandalorian, and you can get Baby Yoda as your like mount or whatever your little a little sidekick. Uh, and then they just added Ryu and Chun Li this week. It is I don't know what they're doing. Can you punch you can, you can play or as Travis Scott? Either of them? No, you could get a gun. <laughs> famous famous gun user Ryu. Did you see that somebody um I think it was Jezebel? I yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. No it was. An article that was just like why isn't Chun-Li in the Mortal Kombat trailer? <laughs> and I and looked just, at it for like 10 seconds. I was like, what's the problem with this? And I was like, it's a good quote. Oh. <laughs> it was the it was the addendum afterwards of being like after publishing, we did some research, which like why, like it was very clear that the article was written without any research, just like Chun Li saying Street Fighter, <laughs> I think. Um, but just like, hey, we found out that Chun Li actually isn't part of the Mortal Kombat universe at all. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like ending it with wow. Like they discovered that. <laughs> like whoopsie daisy. Dear reader, like, uh, it's like it's like you'll you never can't guess what we just that. found. The the fucking yeah, uh, all the uh, oh I forgot uh, GamerGate guys who didn't get arrested for raiding the Capitol who are still who are <laughs> about to starve saw that and it started all up again. <laughs> you gotta do your research, I'm, man. I'm definitely not a GamerGator, but GamerGator, that sounds like, that's a character right there. That's a rich character. Yeah, GamerGator. Yeah. He's on a fan boat with a PS Vita, just, just playing on it. Uh, I definitely read that and was like, oh, no one should write about video games. <laughs> Gene Park can write about video games. Friend of the show, Gene Park, and that's it. Friend of the show. Best friend of the show, let's be honest. Anyway, yeah. uh, speaking of, we have another segment this week of This is the News, We Promise. <laughs> Good news! We promise. It's, yeah. <laughs> Gotta make your own jingle sometimes. Um, uh, so a little bit of international news uh, this week. A, uh, a senator from Mexico... Uh, from the uh, Cancun district, uh, <laughs> Senator uh, Ted Cruz visited Texas during their uh, terrible, uh, you know, weather time. Could have phrased that good better. To, it's good to get away just for a little it's, bit. It's, <laughs> it's nice to see some international aid coming in. And, uh, you know, he left his uh, daughters at home in Cancun and he came and visited Texas to help out with aid. So good on you, Mexican. <laughs> He's never Senator seen Sanders. snow before. <laughs> he he was hoping to get some skiing in. It's it's the perfect time to you just go drop your two sons off in Texas for a ski trip and come back. Yeah. Uh, this one's just a headline, no story beneath it, but it's just a, a emoji with a little we'll uh, that. guy saying "ooh." Um, oh. But it just says cigar industry scores another win. Um, oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like you rushed that one out. <laughs> 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 
So uh, this is not an industry we typically cheer for, but hey, uh, I guess they got one. Um, I bet. I bet the space the new the Space Jam villain in the movie coming out this year is smoking another gnarly looking cigar because. <laughs> oh. That yeah. Anybody else like see that and be like, damn. When I'm of age, I might try this. <laughs> like. No, because no, one of the first obscure? cigar, one of the first cigar experiences I have is Pinocchio when I was four, and uh, those kids all died. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was Oliver and Company. There was that one Ooh. guy that was in the limousine. He was real mean, and he'd like drop the, like the ashes from a cigar on the uh, other guy who was taking care of all the animals. Uh, yeah, him. he's a pimp and a player, chief of big cigars. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and a bit of entertainment news. Um, Kanye West has cited Steely Dan, Genesis, Weezer, Seether, and Disturbed as influences on his upcoming uh, divorce album. No, my dad is excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm excited to hear some some non uh, non wife guy Kanye. Do you think he's going to go back to graduation, or is it going to go double down on the Christianity thing? It's doubling down, absolutely. <laughs> um, do you think this is going to? Uh, do you think it's going to be like nothing we've ever heard before? Do you think? Oh, a better question. Do you think it's going to be unlistenable? Do you think we're going to get through the first track and be like, oh no, oh, no, 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 no? The first track already leaked. Really? Yeah. We got a oh. number one victory oh, royale. Yeah, we about to get down. Get down. Ten girls on the board right now. Just wiped out tomatoes. Tyler! <laughs> just gone down. I revived him. Now we're heading southbound. Now we're in the pleasant. He <laughs> played the full song. <laughs> oh, man. How shameful. Man, he. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Walked right into that. Was. The loving gods caused such agony. <laughs> I didn't listen to it, but was Jesus is king <laughs> at all listenable? Hardly. <laughs> hardly. Well, okay, I, I don't... It... You go ahead. I was to say hardly. Yeah, my 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 headphones were like kind of broken when I was listening at the time. I could hardly hear it. Hardly it wasn't listenable. good. But Kid nice. See Ghost was pretty good. Eh, it... Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you listened to a song from it, though? Almost never. Like maybe six <laughs> months ago. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it wasn't bad. But like, but yeah. Jesus King was was really bad. I didn't even give. Jesus so he he can still do it. I'm sure he can. And I mean, we'll see. As much as we joke, I mean, these are serious news stories. But as much as we joke, uh, a lot of divorce albums have been pretty solid. Um, chance, chance, chance. Got fingers crossed. <laughs> oh oh my god, that'd be the most Finally, devastating. I'll enjoy Chance the Rapper. That'd be devastating. Look, I'm happy he found someone. <laughs> I'm not happy about hot shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Chance the Rapper. Just if Rivers Cuomo discovered like lifelong love after the Blue Album, there would be no Weezer. Um, and as much as Pinkerton is a very cringeworthy album, still got some hits. So does Green. So it's- does Maladroit. Rivers Cuomo has enough money that he doesn't have to worry about anything before he dies. So now anything he does is just trolling the masses at this point. Like Rivers oh, Cuomo that... is becoming like the enemy. Did you guys see he's... how like Weezer is planning on like they're apparently releasing several albums this year along with OK Human, which yes. I will not listen to. Van Weezer I'm going to listen to it twice out. as much. <laughs> I, I I probably will listen to Van Weezer because whenever they go kind of like hair metally, their songs are solid. Shout out to Maladroit. Um, but I saw an interview with their guitarist Brian Bell where he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna record a Weezer inspired album," which is <laughs> some meta bullshit. But it's like, yeah, we'd like to return to like Green Album kind of era Weezer. And he cited of all songs in the album "Island in the Sun." Which is oh, no. a delightful song for sure, yeah. but that's not the Weezer we miss. <laughs> <laughs> if he said Surf Wax America, we'd have been like, hell Ooh. yeah, Brian, let's do Ooh. that. But he said Island in the Sun, which just sounds like we're going to try to do another Beverly Hills and we're going to try to make an inescapable single that's not a cover of a Toto track. Anyways. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo is music's Elon Musk and that everyone's just mm. like please for the love of god just make the blue album again and he's like <laughs> <laughs> meme album and you're just like please no 
my kids are hungry. <laughs> like, just put out, put out a sweater song spiritual sequel. And he's like, how about if I cover the Trollolo song? You're like, no, God. How about to put out an EP with Pitbull? Yeah. <laughs> As we should say, 147 episodes in, the naming of our podcast had nothing to do, and we wish no association with the Weezer album Ratitude. Uh, it's we based on the to... album Ratitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope yep. to someday reclaim the name, but holy shit. I remember I was so psyched about that album senior year, and I listened to several tracks from it, and I was like, man, Weezer and Lil Wayne, this is the, the, co- the <laughs> collaboration I really wanted. <laughs> This is the end-all, be-all of music. Nothing can it ever really, top I, this. I wish I could go back to myself in, like, late 2009 and be like, hey. Just strangle the sh- You see <laughs> how, like, you're thinking about going to film school and you also think uh, this Weezer uh, Can't Stop Partying collaboration with Lil Wayne's both good ideas? No. Also, buy Bitcoin. Hey, um, Lil, Wayne also- was, Lil Wayne was hot back then. That that uh, Let It Rock song Let it Kevin rock. whatever. Yeah, when everyone was Lil like, was, "Lil was Wayne everywhere. can play guitar," it was <laughs> over. <laughs> he was like cranberry so juice for a while, just <laughs> popping up in all kinds of shit. Lil Wayne just ended genres. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bob singing "Magic" with Rivers Cuomo. I was like, "This is it, man." I got, I got some news. Okay, oh, let's hear yes, it. please. Did you guys hear the one about the cat who drank three bowls of milk? <laughs> No. <laughs> he set a new lap record. <laughs> Alright, have a, have a... what what news source are you pulling that from? This is from coolmathgames.com. <laughs> <laughs> Their news section. Who wrote That's my this? homepage? I, I just... <laughs> you, you wrote this? <laughs> uh, did you hear the one did you see the news story about the man who put on a clean pair of socks every day of the week? No. By Friday, he could barely put his shoes on. <laughs> I, I just want to say it is very meta that the the website I am pulling these these news stories from is called yourlifechoices.com. <laughs> just staring me staring me dead in the eyes. <laughs> Did you hear about the fire at the circus? It was intense. This news story has played pretty well into our uh, upcoming Hall of Fame entry. But before we get there, let's get on uh, through some whoa, show whoa, whoa, and tell. I, I got, oh, I got sorry, a few Tyler. news stories. Sorry, I got a few news stories. Uh, number one. Uh, this one is about <laughs> a Boeing a, plane. You... God damn it. <laughs> you said Bo- number one. <laughs> <laughs> Boeing plane does loop-de-loop and everyone cheers and <laughs> it lands safely. <laughs> You want to hear a funny story about that? <laughs> yes. When the Boeing Triple Seven was uh was was brought into was first unveiled, I think it was Triple Seven. I could be wrong. It might be a five seven. Uh, either way, the uh, the test pilot who was flying it before the investors asked Boeing was like, "Can I do a barrel roll?" <laughs> and they were like, "No, you can't do a barrel roll." And then he was taking off, and he was like. What are they going to do? <laughs> so we just did a barrel roll. And a 777? Yeah, and a massive wide body jet and landed it. And like, because you can do it. Like, it's it's not like it's, the wings are going to touch the ground. Like, it, it was big enough to do it. And awesome. like, it it apparently wowed the investors so much that it did, you know, it did you know bonkers numbers for them. But like when he got off the plane, the CEO like shook his hand and was like, "Thanks for the demonstration. Never do that again." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, my last you news story it. is that uh, the Nintendo first Nintendo Direct in over a year came out, and among other great reveals, including that Smash reveal, they also revealed Peace in the Middle East. Like I can't believe it yeah. happened, and they did it. But. But Mother 3 is still out there. So. <laughs> so it wasn't the best, yeah. Yeah, just boo. So, <laughs> <laughs> no new news on um, Breath of the Wild 2, even though they you know, found peace in the Middle East. Fuck Nintendo, honestly. They could have done more. No one asked for this. Who wanted this port? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and with that, let's go into show and tells. We got a number one victory royale Yeah, Fortnite, we bout to get down. get down Ten kills on the board right now Just wiped out Tomato Town 
What if we get sued by that town? I hope we do. Tomato Town is one of the one of the uh, the districts you can land in in Fortnite. You wiped it out. All right. Yeah, it's off the map. <laughs> no survivors. Anyways, uh, Tyler, do you want to go first? Yeah. I didn't sure, even like, go say what we're talking about this week, but let's uh, let's take a little. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you unknowingly created a good segue. I mean, the last news segment we promise um, was news. Uh, about mm. the Nintendo Direct, and that's actually my uh, show and tell this week. We had the first Nintendo Direct in God knows how long, and uh, I will say I did have the shot called that we were going to have a Nintendo Direct that was universally loved, and uh, mm. that was not the case because of Will's coworker, unfortunately. But um, I don't have any coworkers. <laughs> who was it then? Who was it then that you know who who hated oh, it? Just some. Just somebody I follow. Okay, just someone you follow. Um, hated it. So, uh, unfortunately, it was revealed that Breath of the Wild Two was was is still in development. Literally, they had to get this poor guy to come out and be like, "Guys, please, I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're working on it. We promise. There's a worldwide pandemic, and people just don't understand." Um, Video games are hard. We're, we're trying getting... making a Zelda. <laughs> yeah, um, we uh, we got new Port of Skyward Sword. Do you guys do you ever play that? Will is that good? Like uh, our Discord went ham. Like Mal, Bran, Ham. It's I never played it because it's got it's got the Wii motion controls, and I was never a fan of those. Um... Uh, but the big thing with this one is it has button controls, which yay, we love to use our thumbs and not. <laughs> Don't have to waggle our hands around. Yeah, um, no waggling involved here. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pick this one up. I don't care that it's a full price re-release. I mean, it's a remaster. It looks like it runs at sixty FPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, uh, we got the Smash reveal of uh, what's her face and what's her face. Pyra. From... Yeah. <laughs> Pyra. <laughs> yeah, where was Mithra? she from? Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Uh, sure. Yeah. It's a JRPG. <laughs> have you played it? Would you recommend I played it? Xenoblade One. I'm on, I'm playing playing Xenoblade One right now, and uh-huh. uh, it's good. I mean, it's All it's right. like a, it's got like MMO combat, but it's a single player game. So if you mm. like the cooldowns and hot bars and stuff, but don't want to play online, uh, it is really good. The voice acting's <laughs> ridiculous. It's got a dumb story where you play as a, uh, the planet is two giants, uh, who are locked in an endless pose of battle and like you you live on the knee and you have to journey up to the giant's head and like it's it's pretty cool that's kind of a cool concept i don't know if i like this battle with cooldowns and all this stuff like that I, but i like it because like uh, it's like it's the game shulk is from uh, right i'll probably right. do a show it's and got tell a cool sword it. it's got like a little wheel on it he's got a sword and you get to pick different uh so he auto attacks but he has like arts and then like those arts change depending on where you're standing so while you're fighting you have to be like running around and like getting on the side and the weak spots and stuff to, to use your art it's, it's pretty fun it's it's more engaging than most mmos gotcha interesting so you know what good on these uh these characters for getting in i don't think this was super well received either but you know what why why would you want the guy from super mario rpg anyways that's I want Goku or Edelgard who are the same person <laughs> in my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Um but beyond that, Sean, you said you ended up catching up you, you ended up catching it, right? Yeah, did you, you skip through it? it did you that. watch all of it or Yeah, I just nice. I had it on. Um I as much as I do not you. own a Nintendo Switch, uh I still like seeing new video games being announced and I like how Nintendo does it with the mm-hmm. directs. Um I liked the Mario Golf game. That seems fun. Oh, yeah. But, I'm definitely going to get that. That looks fun. Uh, if there was a Mario baseball game, that would have been the Switch purchase for me. That would have been it. Mm. Um, there is. But I keep... It exists. Well, for not Switch? on Switch. Not for Switch. Yeah. It exists. If, there's, uh, there, if they reboot it, one. if they make another one, I'm in. Um, but, yeah, every Nintendo Direct that comes along, I look for something that uh, will justify me buying or paying at least... $300 for a Switch because they seem to be freely available now. Um, at yeah, when this time last year, uh, they were not. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, and it looked okay. I didn't really understand a lot of the references. The Splatoon 3 looked pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I've never uh, played, I've never played to see Splatoon. what that was. I mean, first of all, Woomy, second of all, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'm excited to see what that was. I mean, 
Shout out for what was it? What was the tweet that was shared on our Discord for Splatoon for ending both genders and and France and, and France, France, yeah, and France. They um, they really leaned into it because uh, was it Splatoon one as like an Easter egg uh, in like the collectibles you could find like uh, things from like our society that were like in like fossils and uh-huh. switches and stuff, and then Splatoon two. Uh, like in the backgrounds of the levels and stuff, you can see like ruined buildings. And this one just straight up has the Eiffel Tower underground. Like it's it's really leaning <laughs> into the back. Flipped upside that, down. That's great. You know, yeah, Splatoon is a uh, takes place in a post-apocalyptic wastelands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. No, honestly, great. I hope, um, I hope I hope Splatoon three is just like all the quality of life fixes from Splatoon two, like mm-hmm. being able to play Salmon Run whenever and not having to wait until a certain day of the week when a game mode's available. <laughs> yeah. Or just being able to, you know, just a wider range of courses rather than two at a time. I mean, we could go on talking about Splatoon. Honestly, that's not even the game I wanted to highlight from the Nintendo Direct. I wanted to talk about Project Triangle Strategy. Um, <laughs> Squeenix is releasing kind of, I guess, a spiritual sequel. <laughs> it's not a direct sequel. of Octopath Traveler in Project... Um, triangle strategy and they released i mean this is coming out i think in 2022 like this game isn't planning on yeah it ain't coming out this year but they released um a beta trailer essentially that you can download now and play and give feedback to squeenix and they will make those quality of life improvements well basically all the improvements they did the same thing for octopath traveler and i did the same thing um, I didn't do any recommendations or anything like that. I don't know enough about video games. To... <laughs> it's good. <laughs> like, Ship it. <laughs> keep trying your best. Um, but Octopath Traveler, I did end up buying. I did play for a while. It's a really interesting concept. Will, did you ever play it? Did you ever pick I it up? didn't. I heard it was. I heard it was good, but not great. It's and actually. I... I would. I would honestly think, Will, that you would really enjoy it. What they're doing here in, is, it, well, what they did with Octopath Traveler is, is first of all, it's a, um, it's a turn-based RPG. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, Persona 5 type, like, types and matchups and, and you know, that, that sort of thing and parties and stuff like that. Um, not that that would be what's draw the draw for you to like this, but it, it's really interesting. It's, it's eight different people that you get in your party at one point in time but you start with one person and you start with their story and you do their whole story and then you just choose where to go and pretty much you just you know go around and pick up all eight people just eight um, paths eight paths um octopath i mean you know what if it ain't broke don't I'd... fix it in the naming naming strategy but the, i mean the art style is the the, the big thing I'm a yeah it's like 2d in 3d it's it's great it's like taking the old like uh, mana looking games you know what I'm talking about uh, and, yeah. um, and 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 I like what they're doing with kind of like taking stuff and turning it on its head um, and what they did with Triangle Strategy which I played the demo it, it's pretty great um, essentially it's uh, it's pretty much the Fire Emblem type game um, yeah. what, what, what would you call that Will? What's the like official term? It's, it's a strategy cat- RPG strategy RPG. RPG. Yeah, yeah so um it's it's a pretty interesting story. It's kind of like you know the classic, um, you know, wo- different countries Lord, trying lords to... and ward. <laughs> yeah, exactly, lords and wars and and stuff like that. Um, you basically play as three different characters. You play as this prince of a of a kingdom, this veteran of an old war, and the prince's best friend. Um, it's it's honestly. It's it's pretty much like uh, uh, the latest Fire Emblem game, and where it's kind of like an exploration section where you just go around and talk to people and do little shit, and then you go and do story battle, and then you go and do exploration and talk to a whole bunch of people, and then you do battle. Uh, and there's a lot of story in the demo, but it's really good and it's really interesting, and uh, they they've improved even more on on it looking cool. Um, the voice acting's great. I didn't have time to look up who's who's voicing it, but um, it's it's good, and I'm excited whenever it comes out. I don't think I'm gonna send any anything other than you're doing good to uh, Squeenix, <laughs> but um, definitely Keep check out up. the demo. Uh, but also, 
watch like Wario sixty four's account next time Octopath Traveler's on sale for six bucks and just pick it up. Like it's it's good. It's worth giving it a shot, especially if you like that sort of turn based strategy sort of I, game. I do like turn based strategy. However, Bravely Default two was in that was in that direct, and I need to finish Bravely Default, which is another Squeenix turn based JRPG. Oh. Uh, so I, I I I will check it out eventually. I do yeah, think that releasing a turn based RPG when there's a lot right now, uh, what is kind of why it hurt because you know we're kind of not in a, not in a golden era, but like there's there's been a lot of good turn based RPGs recently. But right. the strategy RPG, people thirsty. His uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem was great, and there really hasn't been one since then. That was yeah. like two or three years ago. Playing this demo and, makes uh, me want to go back to Fire Emblem. I haven't gotten the. Uh the uh downloadable content yet and get that fourth house and play that story um i gotta go beat beat claude's uh, uh story i still haven't done that one that's a good one but uh god that i think so the good. uh the 2d and 3d like you said really fits the strategy rpg well mm-hmm. because it's like a game board it's not like moving around it's like it's like a big chess board with 3d pieces so. yeah and, it, and it's actually 3d because in this one um like what level you're like when you play fire emblem it's all on one plane right. you know plane but in this one there's multiple planes and that and that affects Ooh. like what you do and then also um you know different people have different relationships with each other so if two people are near an enemy and one attacks an enemy the other one will jump in because they have that bond like it, it's very interesting and also what i forgot to mention what they're doing is every single time you have to make a choice it diverges from the story. Like there is no two playthroughs that are the same. Ooh, like they're really like putting emphasis on you get a question, you have three different answers and what you choose will affect the story. You could lose people early in the game that could finish the game with you essentially. Like it's it's gonna like it it's also interesting very fire enough. Emblem. Yeah, it's interesting enough that I'm interested, you know. Let's let's check it out. Um check out the demo. It's free. Um, I, I really appreciated how the the project Octopath Traveler was was demoed as Project Octopath Traveler. Yeah. So this one's probably going to be called Triangle Strategy. Yeah. <laughs> the Project Triangle Strategy. Just like uh, yeah. go with it. It's the same. Right. Well, that's because you thing. gave that feedback that was like good as is. They didn't even change the name. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's going to be my feedback. Think about changing the name this time. <laughs> well, well, well. Speaking of of lords and wars. Uh, I haven't done much this week because I'm, I'm getting ready for a move, but I did drive or I rode in a car. I didn't drive. Will doesn't drive. Um, <laughs> my dad drove um, to to Savannah and back, which is about three and a half hours, which is the perfect length to listen to an episode of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Uh, if you've ever listened to a podcast, you probably had Dan Carlin shoved in your face at some point. Uh, and I mean, there's not much to say about it besides the fact that he just makes really good, really long podcasts. Uh, he he, the way he does it is he puts an episode out about every six months, and uh, when he does that, he puts uh, he he's got ten episodes available on his feed, uh, and then when he puts a new one out, the the furthest one back goes in the, behind the paywall. Mm, uh, the so you, you can listen. Ten. Yeah, yeah, you can listen to the most recent ten right now, which is you know sixty hours of podcasts. It's not like, uh, right. and then you can get you can get the old ones. But he uh, he talks history podcasts. Uh, he goes through things like uh, his most recent series is about the Asian Pacific War, uh, the 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 Pacific Theater in World War Two. He's got oh, a six hour oh, episode shit. on you just landed the, Sean. the nuclear bomb. What's up? <laughs> you just landed Sean just right there. Oh yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode 60 was a one-off about Julius Caesar and the Celtic Holocaust. Uh, it's oh. got one on King of Kings about like Persia and Xerxes. Uh, and those are all the free ones right now. So you can go back and listen to those right now. Uh, wow. And then he does the old, his, his old ones, you can get episode 1 through 50 for like 60 bucks. Or you can get uh, arcs, which are like five episodes for like 10 bucks a piece. So it's pretty reasonable. But I would mm-hmm. recommend listening to his uh, his most recent ones. They're like four hours long. And he just goes. I mean, I don't know anything about the man, but he just puts the podcast on and he talks nonstop for four hours. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's not dry. Like when I first listened to it, I was fully expecting like 
and then this person went to here and then this person very you know tom bodette from motel six um no he is engaging he is funny he is a really good storyteller <laughs> uh it's it's great if you got to drive or you know maybe you're just sitting around uh dan carlin's heart it's it's not a it's not a passive listen though you gotta you kind of gotta be on it you can't be doing anything else <laughs> or else <laughs> uh, but if you got a you know a brain dead car ride or a, you know a, a mind numbingly boring uh, airplane ride, uh, stay safe. Uh, but <laughs> maybe throw on some Dan Carlin. Well, tell him Will sent you. <laughs> uh, and it's a, it's like a historical podcast, right? Yeah, they're I mean, they're yeah, all yeah, history. Yeah. yeah, if it's called it, hardcore history. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I understand. I understand. It's not um, what you originally thought, Tyler. <laughs> It's it's a yeah um, it's a murder <laughs> podcast. Starts um, in Los Angeles in the in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was only asking because I actually have a kind of like a tangential recommendation. If you like that, uh, if you like kind of a little more dry historical, uh, which you know maybe I'm not really reaching a lot of folks on the other end of the uh, earbuds here, but check out Tides of History on Wondery. Uh, they got a, a historian that kind of just walks through similar stuff, just different points in time in history with cited references, stuff like that. It's it's pretty good. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Tyler's history. <laughs> just, <laughs> I thought this is Tyler's, how we found out you. <laughs> Tyler's history. My, a podcast on uh, Crooked Media. Actually, that should be a segment. Um, that should be a segment. Just you, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler's history. That's gonna be the new. Uh, no more Tyler's questions. This is gonna be Tyler's history. Um, I got a jingle a for it. We have. No, you don't. We, we just. Start the we God just, damn it. We start two separate podcasts, both of which start on. Forgive me, May eleventh. No, May fourth. May eleventh. Oh, no, you got further away. May twelfth. Mm-hmm. May twelfth of 1993 and they just diverge in different paths that meet and intersect at certain times um anyways will uh i (laughs) that wouldn't be good sorry (laughs) no one wants to hear about will or tyler's lives no i will i want to hear about my life because i forgot a lot of it (laughs) that's true it's what we do instead of therapy we just instead of paying 70 dollars for therapy we pay 70 dollars for uh, a podcast mic which getting too deep anyways will i've uh <laughs> haven't listened to hardcore history but i have listened to a apparently dead on hardcore history uh parody which maybe was very fitting and great for me at the time it was done by a comedian and writer named alex berg um and he did for when earwolf launched their um first like premium streaming network i forgot what it was even called um, but it was in 2016. He released Hardcore Game of Thrones, in which he put on the exact voice of Dan Carlin and spoke for about two and a half to three hours every week or every episode uh, about the history leading up to the events of Game of Thrones. And for me, at that time, it was perfect. I learned so <laughs> much about like Targaryen history, the history of Westeros and Essos. And I thought it was so cool. And knowing that it was a, a just like spot on parody of hardcore history, I've always thought about like listening to hardcore history, but man, like I've been down the three hour podcast road and I don't know if I can do it again. Don't, I just don't do it all in one go. Do it, do it on your commute <laughs> no. because like you got okay. six months between episodes. It's not like you're going to be <laughs> okay. That's fair. through them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that sounds, uh, especially if you get like a really good history episode in there. Some of the ones you listed off sound real interesting. So I'll have to go, I'll have to check it out. But uh, yeah, Alex Berg's hardcore Game of Thrones is also real solid. He does like the whole gravelly voice and everything. And I, it took me a little too long to realize he wasn't doing a a parody of George Carlin um, because maybe they sound the same. Um, because his impression of Dan Carlin sounded like George Carlin. Um, <laughs> late late in the game, George Carlin, maybe. Okay, yeah. So uh, it sounds like the engineer from Thomas the Tank Engine is talking to you. Dan Carlin, fun fact, was the uh, the podcast host on the uh, on a recent episode of the Twilight Zone, the the Jordan Peele. <laughs> hmm. Nice. He played the uh, the I guess the the the, the podcast host someone was listening to. 
they got him to do that uh, he's also cool. been on uh, a lot of podcasts like you know he's been on tedx and cbs this morning and jerry Roger, and uh <laughs> you know plenty of stuff <laughs> so you, you might have heard him somewhere else let's get him on radish i think he'd really have a good time let's get him on riffing yeah. with us let's uh i'm gonna ask him how he feels about kim burns and start a fight start a feud <laughs> well Sean what have Rad- you brought Radish this feud with, week with uh, <laughs> what Radish person are we feuding with um, this week I've brought a YouTube channel um, because it was tough like I've been working a lot and uh, my Hall of Fame entry uh, almost became my show and tell but I wanted to keep it separate but I wanted to bring you guys a delightful youtube channel that peyton and i have like caught on to in the past couple weeks um that i think really fits uh it's hard to say lifestyle um but you can say it yeah uh the it's a channel called how to drink and it's hosted (laughs) by a really guy a really friendly guy named greg uh who's a bartender um he has a fantastic studio uh he's just real funny, real approachable, real knowledgeable of everything he talks about. Basically, he um, has videos about tasting different liquors, kind of going through them, talking about like the different kinds, what constitutes these kind of liquors. Like we just watched a video about different whiskeys. It's like thirty-seven minutes long, and it was just him like saying like, "Okay, this is what constitutes a bourbon, a rye, Scotch, Japanese whiskey, Tennessee whiskey, etc." Mm-hmm. Um, he does videos kind of like what binging with Babish does, but with cocktails. So he'll make like Twin Peaks inspired drinks. Uh, he most recently, at the time of recording, uh, released a Among Us uh, inspired drink. Um, mm, a little late to but he's gonna number one. There you go. Fortnite drink. Um, But he's uh, the one that caught my eye and the one that got us hooked on him was a true marathon man, like a genuine effort in which he made a Manhattan Matrix uh, in which uh, he took uh, seven different bourbons and six different sweet vermouths and had 42 glasses, all of which were mixed as you would a Manhattan. And he tried each one. Um, and nearly Jeez, died. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he. The episode starts with like, "Hey, this is a bad idea. I try to be healthy and responsible on this podcast, on this uh, series, but uh, this one did not go as planned." Uh, so you just watch a man uh, kind of fall down a Manhattan rabbit hole, which I have fallen down. And it's not fun. Um, <laughs> in any case, uh, <laughs> Greg's channel. Uh, encourages what I've always like. You know me. I've brought uh, my little, uh, yeah, we know shot glass. Yep. Yeah, we know what it's called. <laughs> um, I've brought bartending related <laughs> objects as my show and tell before because I do like I, since I you know became of legal age. I've been drinking recreationally, responsibly most of the time, um, and it's something that I it's a hobby and like an interest I've had for years. And I like how Greg um, brings a hobby oriented approach to drinking and making cocktails and like learning about different liquors rather than something that's just habitual or recreational it's always just like hey this is a fun drink you can make or hey this is like this is what i would recommend if you're trying to make a manhattan or if you're trying to like find the best vodka for your value like it's very educational very approachable he's such a nice guy he's so cool um and it's not very dry. He's not like behind like this bar that you would see at like some restaurant or bar that you would never go to. It's just like a guy in a plaid shirt with an apron, and he's got like some wood paneling behind him, and he's just very he's in a booth going. at a Hardee's um, pouring stuff out of a bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a shoe nice type. Uh, oh, he's just that, yeah. that's how I learned how to drink. <laughs> um, but I died twice. I, <laughs> um but it's like i mean i'm drinking a a a martini as i'm recording it's just it's a it encourages like somewhat like how you would find like a cookie channel of saying like hey this is sorry siri um it's like how you would approach (laughs) uh no i was apologizing to siri um but it was just you know it's uh she works for you 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 see how it's weirder right (laughs) 
No, I do see how that's weird. She said sorry, and I said sorry. I think I have Canadian blood. I don't know. Anyways, uh, if you're interested in bartending or making cocktails or learning about different liquors and not just getting uh, wasted as often as you can, uh, if you're interested as approaching this as like a hobby, and I, like I said, I hate saying lifestyle, but you know, yeah, if a, you're if you truly drink Esquire, responsibly, lifestyle for men. Exactly. <laughs> Spike. Um, <laughs> Check out how to drink. It's just look up how to drink on YouTube. Uh, he's at how number two drink on Twitter. I think he does he does Twitch streams where he plays D and D with his friends. Uh, that I'm eager to check out because again he's a really approachable, really cool guy. Um, and he makes drinks like in, stuff in the D and D game. He may. Um, he's, but he's a yeah, if you ever teach uh, your strongest potion, potion please. <laughs> yeah. I think he does, he has a whole potions. thing about like D and D related drinks, and I think he had he did one episode with his daughter where they like taste like fifty styles like egg creams and things you would find at like soda jerks that kind of thing. How um, old is his daughter? Three, five. She was tasting not, the drinks. No, they're not alcoholic, Tyler. They're egg creams. Oh, well, like, he made them good. Like he makes all another throne. Um, <laughs> just an extremely well uh, produced series. It's great. If you want to learn my method how to drink, uh, it's eight steps. Just be sure to drink after every step. Uh, <laughs> pour up, headshot, sit down, stand up, <laughs> pass out, wake up, and then bonus, faded. <laughs> Fantastic. And then a second faded. Um, <laughs> before, hey, hey. Bef- so find the find the paywall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, before we move on, because uh, I am excited about uh, our, our Hall of Fame entry, um, mm. there was another show and tell that I promised that I was going to bring up this week, um, and uh, you know we have a new loose format now, so I can do it. Um, the video of the the birthday party where it's all of the Marvel <laughs> characters, <laughs> it's all of the Marvel characters uh, at this person's birthday party, it's <laughs> and Batman, and Batman. <laughs> For some reason, Thanos is on the ground, and a child took that as an opportunity. God bless him to finish Thanos off. He was like, "I know what Thanos can do. I'm you should have aimed for the head. Should aim for the head, right?" So he went and kicked, kicked him in the face. And the best part is they zoom in and they show the recoil. It's the recoil where you know that that child hit it hit this person where it hurt. And that's what gets that's what gets me every time. And I promised I'd bring it up. Um It's the it's the the fact that the like the video continues for like a couple seconds and it's just like, oh something's gone wrong. And the moment the child kicks Thanos in the head, the Avengers music starts playing. <laughs> A bass boosted Avengers theme song, and they ca- they pan over, and Iron Man has his head in his hands, just like what do we do? Like he's just like holding, and like Spider Man's going like, oh god. <laughs> we didn't even bring up the fact in the end, every child at the party starts trying to like, dogpile Thanos. On your left, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> An already like show approved brand of like bootleg superhero birthday uh, characters. This is just one of the holy grails. Oh, it's the unbelievable. It's, it's the recoil. It's it's oh, just kiss. We'll retweet it. Check out the radish substack. We'll put it there too. <laughs> Father, son, holy ghost. This uh, Spider Man doing the bum 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 and uh, Thanos being hit with a tire. <laughs> <laughs> Another great TikTok. Oh, yeah. Top three bootleg uh, Sp- Spider-Man <laughs> videos. Well, maybe we'll fleet those or something. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh man. Um, anyways, I know I have that TikTok uh, saved. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, uh, I can get them all for you right now. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm making right. my first entry into the Radish Hall of Fame this week. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I don't know how I thought this was going to work, but I can't turn it off. There we go. <laughs> okay. 
it was getting a little choppy for us all right anyways uh i something very recently came in its entirety for the first time ever to streaming on disney plus and i have watched through the fir- whole first season and i have remembered how the three of us have bonded over this thing since way before radish since 2011 Dance moms. Um, at the late, at the <laughs> earliest, it's ex- what did you say? Dance, Dance moms. moms. Dance moms. <laughs> um, it is almost will. Uh, it's the Muppets. Uh, putting our oh, first pro- uh, proper noun into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jim Henson had an incredible talent when it came to mu- when it came to puppetry. Uh, his sense of humor, the people he worked with, Frank Oz, Jerry Nelson, Dave Gulls, uh, all fantastic voices, characters. It has brought such joy into my life for years and years. I talked about The Muppets Christmas Carol last Christmas, saying it was my favorite Christmas movie ever made. That still stands. And for the longest time, I have felt that like I have been enjoying this property without knowing it at its fullest. And finally, now, thank you. I know how this sounds, but thanks to Disney. You know uh, we can we finally. Love, we love Disney we can, here. <laughs> we truly do. Uh, thanks to uh, Disney Plus for finally adding all five seasons, The I think fourth and fifth of which have never been available for home viewing. Um to streaming uh like i said i've walked through all the first season already and it's fantastic the jokes start out great and they continue to be fantastic like just great um so i want to welcome to the radish hall of fame the muppets Mm. and i want to see uh i want to see what y'all think because i know we've uh like i said we've got our history you hate okay yep fraggle rock should have been added first um (laughs) That's the Muppets. <laughs> that counts. Fraggle Rock. I think the Fraggles still count as Muppets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just bury the big blue house. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. just saying like just the Muppet Show or just the core Muppets. I'm, if you want to talk about any Muppets, I'm just saying like Henson Workshop. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, one of the best. Uh, I don't know if you can call it a ride, but just um, experiences at uh, MGM Studios in uh, Walt Disney World's Orlando. Oh yeah. Vision 3D. Maybe Bing could set off the fireworks. <laughs> such, such I can, I can do the ride. whole thing right here. All right, let's do it. Let's rest of the podcast. Right. I'm going to challenge this you. Is well do it. I'm going to look up the script. <laughs> name, name a movie that would not be made better with featuring the Muppets. I'm thinking like, you know, The Revenant with the Muppets. The Assassination of Jesse James with the Jack Howard Robert Ford with the Muppets. The Muppets of Pruder film. They're all better. Yeah. Hustlers definitely would have been better with Muppets, too. Sean would have cried way more. I would have. I would have. <laughs> James from the Electric Mayhem up on that pole. <laughs> I'm, okay, it's funny you bring that up. I'm, I'm uh, behind me right now. I know we're not streaming, but I've got a copy of My Morning Jacket Circuitle, uh, which is a fantastic is, record. Was that featured in the movie Hustlers? It was not. Okay. But two tracks on it were exclusively... Uh, originally recorded for a dr teeth and the electric mayhem tour uh on which my morning jacket would be like the backing band and kind of like a gorilla situation where dr teeth and the electric mayhem would play on stage with my morning jacket playing behind them and they were going to tour as this there are two tracks on this album it would have been amazing apparently the disney exact who thought that of that and got the band involved uh, was fired before it could ever come to fruition. And mm-hmm. I think it was also like before the kind of Muppet revival in 2011. Um, Wheels of Capitalism man, just keep on turning. Would have been incredible. We hate Disney uh, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, they uh, they perform on... Uh, they, they did like the Green Album in like 2011, 2012. Uh, that's right. There's my Morning Jacket cover on there. There's also like a... I want to say a uh, an alkaline trio cover of "Moving Right oh, Along." Yeah, there is this pretty good, yeah. Oh, That's yeah, a good I album. About that album, a lot of covers. There's a Mr. Bassman cover. It's great. The music is like even through the first season, and I'm excited to get through the later seasons. It's just it's all great. Uh, it's I, I I did bring a small um more like concerning the three of us. I brought like a, a triangle, like an alignment triangle. Um, at the top of which is Kermit. Uh, the bottom, we have Fozzie and Gonzo. And I think the three of us all fall in this triangle 
um, at different points, depending on the night and on the mood. Um, okay. But I think we all yes. exist within this triangle of this Kermit is the Muppet Triangle Gonzo. Strategy. Project Muppet is, Triangle yeah, Strategy. Exactly. Uh, I, I can't wait to play as like, Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself uh, between Kermit and Fozzie, a little closer to Fozzie, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, but mm. like, I remember there was a time when we were trying to like figure out which Muppet we identified with most. Uh, at the time, I said Scooter. Still love Scooter. He's great. Uh, he is a gopher, but he's pretty funny. He, um, he was at the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody photoshopped that right now. <laughs> Scooter from the moments of the Capitol. Scooter, Scooter in an InfoWars t-shirt walking out with the podium. If anyone, Sam was at the Capitol. No. He's a constitutionalist. <laughs> yeah. Sam is Sam is in the Lincoln, uh, Lincoln party. Yeah, he's a, he's a get-off-my-lawn Republican. <laughs> he voted for Trump the first time. He didn't vote the second time. Yeah, the, 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 sh- the shenanigans of part two really, really put a bad taste in his mouth. I hated Hillary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the Muppets do, canonically. <laughs> waka Waka. I haven't even heard Fozzie say Waka Waka yet. I don't know when that wow. comes about. Damn. They're building up to it. At the end of the Water Southern so. arc, he unlocks that power. <laughs> The thing is, uh, you you have a great triangle there, and um, I feel like I do fall, once upon a time, fell on that triangle, but now I feel like there's an, a tangent that's coming off of that towards Bobo the bear, and I think I'm starting to drift more towards Bobo than anybody else, if I'm going to be completely if you honest. just If you keep going past Fozzie, you just go to larger bear, and it's Bobo. <laughs> I was always a, uh, a, a Gonzo Sun Fozzie Moon uh yeah. scooter rising but uh yeah i've, I've, I've this... recently found myself going towards uh statler and waldorf it's no, <laughs> being mean to kids <laughs> it's the best day to be oh man uh, that's the that's the that's the radish equivalent of asking what's your sign it's like what muppet, muppet do you identify with most it's just it's a good it's, app. if you're out there on the dating apps use that one yeah yeah Anyone, anyone it's, who's a, anyone who's a Sweetums, keep them in your life. We all have a Sweetums in our life. It's Colby Higgins, but it is Colby Higgins. <laughs> yeah, you. Every, everybody deserves. Everybody deserves a friend of the show, Colby Higgins. Everybody deserves a Sweetums yeah. in their life. Yeah. Pepe, keep it um, a safe distance. Is <laughs> <laughs> a Pepe Pepe's and a Rizzo fun. in your life? <laughs> I'm fine being a Rizzo. Rizzo, honestly. Rizzo, Rizzo was a Rizzo was a, would be a good friend. I Rizzo's think. pretty solid. Rizzo um, over Pepe, boy. but also Pepe. I like. I love Pepe. <laughs> okay, you Pepe have can to. Be fun, pretty fun. You have to do. A, you have to assemble a a team of four Muppets that you would take with you on to, a to the capital. On a, to the capital. <laughs> no, on like on like a fantasy RPG journey. What four would you choose? I mean, Swedish Chef got the knife skills. Yeah, Swedish Chef. He's, our, he's got the combat. Combat. Miss hmm. Pig. Um, just Piggy, Professor just Honeydew tank. has got the mage skills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Piggy has the tank. Who's the fourth? I mean, I think Sweetums might be your tank. Sweetums yeah. is a tank. Yeah, yeah. He's just taking aggro. Piggy's your glass cannon. Uh, oh, and then you get Gonzo for uh, long, uh, long range, long range, firing the chickens. Does he, have, does, he have, does he get Camilla? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he gets Camilla. Yeah. <laughs> Gonzo and oh, man. We got we got to start drawing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would encourage Damn, everyone listening uh to check out uh Defunct Land's series that they did last year about Jim Henson's career. It is Ooh, absolutely yeah. fascinating. Um there's a whole like 45 minute episode about the history of the Muppet show that I watched again recently since starting the show and it's so well done and I learned a lot. Um and also there's an account uh, called Muppet History, um, which is so very, good. very well done. Incredible content consistently. Also by George like, Carlin. <laughs> yeah. Dan Carlin. Um, Dan Carlin. It's actually by uh, a, a guy named uh, Josh Gillespie, who seems real cool. I uh, would love to get him on the show um, because, like, it's – he knows so much and posts a lot of the Muppets. And, like, this past weekend, following those two accounts and just, like, re – 
kindling my love of the Muppets and showing Peyton like she didn't really grow up as, on the Muppets as much as I did. And we're just, we've just been watching this together. Uh, it's just been absolutely delightful. Is is um, Peyton in the in the room with you right now? And she is not. Oh, bummer. I wanted you to ask her if she's seen Muppet Treasure Island. She is not. Uh, mm. We will soon, though. It's, it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It is. Uh, I wish they kept going with those Muppet classic adaptations. Muppet well, Tale sometimes, sometimes Muppet Great Gatsby. You get the <laughs> Muppet ABC primetime one, like the Muppet Wizard of Oz, which, like, weren't as oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we all, we Muppet, all get like it. The, those really, like those the really a- relied more on the celebrity guests, though, which was not as fun. Yeah. The AB, like, when. I know it's been a part of their DNA this whole time, but whenever like a human enters the fray on a Muppet property, I'm like, unless it's Michael Caine and unless it's Jack Black and Moomin Shantz, Siegel did well, <laughs> unless it's Moomin Shantz, uh, I haven't really been interested. I kind of like, oh, okay, sure. They're going to sing a song. It's nice. Um, I just like to see the Muppets just goofing off and doing weird things. And Fozzie has incredible fucking cheesy jokes. They did that Muppets Now, which I don't think was very good. First of all, the voice of Kermit wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> like I the I Muppets did a show and tell on that. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, Muppets. <laughs> the the ABC one was very good. Uh, the Muppets Now is like it's it's hit or miss because they 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 give them like they give them a uh, like setups and like kind of like zoomer comedy and stuff and don't just let the muppets be goofy that's all i yeah. want is a show of just muppets being goofy. there's nothing funnier than professor bunsen honeydew trying to sell the gorilla detector on tv and he's just yeah. got this gorilla <laughs> detector in front of him and the entire time he's talking about it there is a man in a gorilla suit slowly walking up behind him <laughs> until like it goes wrecking it, the set it goes off the moment it grabs his neck <laughs> it's just, it's such a good skit. Funnier than any Zoom joke. Mm. So, uh, long live the Muppets. Um, it's. Uh, I know, I fucking know, season two's got Bernadette Peters, and there's a point where she sings about to Robin, the littlest, ki- tiniest, just most precious Muppet, who I think was Jerry Nelson. I'm not sure yet. I'm about to be a Muppet <laughs> encyclopedia. But they sing the same song that was sung at Jim Henson's funeral. And if you need to cry, if you just need, like, just to let it all out, look up the clip where all the the Muppeteers come up and sing um, Someone Believed in Me. I forget the name of the song. But if just find that clip and watch it. It is, it's, uh, when I see it, everyone's on the Muppet Show. Familiar. Bravely familiar. It's, it's just heartbreaking, but so heartwarming. Uh, it's a shame it's, he decided yeah. to ride that roller coaster at the Mall of America. Jesus, Tyler, too <laughs> soon. <laughs> so roller coaster yeah. is reserved for Rush Limbaugh, Emerald, <laughs> and for some reason, Mace. So, <laughs> <laughs> Emerald was the first one to ride it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the Muppets there are an opening uh, day. And he fell off and died, and they kept it open. And since then, every single so person who's died. <laughs> I had a dream. I met Emerald last night. He was just that was doing him. samples that was at him like coming. a grocery counter, and he made this like really nice like Triscuit crab cake like combo. I was like, oh, this is really I'm nice. Sure was fucking nice to see Emerald. Um, it, that was yeah. Emerald's angel. He was telling you something. Probably. It's like Anyways, that episode of uh, uh, King of the Hill with the trampoline. <laughs> trampoline with emerald with angel well, wings life, my life in a northern town place <laughs> hey um, um, um. <laughs> <laughs> in any ways in any case uh the muppets are uh just fond property your life will be better for having experienced more of them please watch uh it's worth the disney plus price along with wandavision which keeps being pretty damn solid anyway yeah. i'm not entering i'm not yeah. entering disney plus into the, the the hall of fame just quite yet it's the muppets no. no you can't you can't put disney plus yet on the same pedestal as the muppets monkeys and my life as a teenage robot you, it's just not on that <laughs> level yet no i can't yet <laughs> um paramount plus though might have a pretty good shot especially if they open up with uh 
uh, My Life as a Teenage Robot being available there. Oh, man. Insta subscribe. <laughs> my, my dad texted me to say he was going to get Peachtree TV Plus so he could watch King of Queens whenever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. That is so good. When I saw it, I was like, is that Peachtree TV Plus? Like, he got me for a second. He got me. <laughs> it plays Braves games from 2003. Yeah, Becker. I love that. <laughs> Wings. Oh, man. I remember when I first saw, like, promos. This is on a Ted Dance and Tangent. A Dangent. Uh, <laughs> a dead tangent, if you will. <laughs> I remember when I first saw promos for like the first Hellboy, and I was like, ah, yes, Ted Danson is playing. Because I didn't know who. Ted Danson does look like he holds the moonstone and evolves into Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron Perlman, that's his name. I thought that, like, oh, yeah, Ted Danson. Similar, uh, but much worse to when I, I first saw Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. I was like, that's John Cusack. Um. <laughs> Wolverine had the boombox over his head. <laughs> oh boy, just that IMDb brain forming early on, for being so so wrong. The soft spot, anyways, scold over yet. <laughs> but yeah, watch them up. It's your life will be much better for it uh, in any form you'd like. Um, that's the end of this episode of Radish. I've been mm. Sean. You can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. Uh, I'm Will. You can find me at Master Thief Wilth. Uh, accounts open because I got a job. Uh, hey. Please clap. Uh, also, join uh, join our Discord, reddishstuff.com slash Discord. Be sure to, on the landing page, opt into the One Piece Book Club because uh, we're doing great. We're doing good stuff there. It's a lot of fun. We can, we can you can read most of it now and talk about it spoiler free. Yeah, Sean Sean refuses to, but you should but this, you should join. I'm not talking to you, the listener. I'm talking to you, Sean. Join the women's. <laughs> <laughs> I no, like all have... the mentions. I like I like popping in. Maybe I'll pop in on a meeting at some point. But I haven't read a single lick of One Piece. You can get Here's caught up. It's all on Wikipedia. Here's the thing: the four <laughs> people in the One Piece book club that have kept up with One Piece have bonds that are greater than any bond that has ever been formed. We are like, Nakama. We're like, yeah, like when when I die, Will, uh, Mal, and Bran are going to be at my funeral in trench coats, like in the back. People are going to be like, who are they? And they're going to be like, the those were the going. straw hats. Those were the straw gonna, hat gang. We're going to hold up our X tattoos on our wrists. <laughs> <laughs> As you're lowered into the dirt. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Uh, you can find the podcast online at uh, radishstuff.com. Do join the do join the Discord. It's super fun, of course. Um, follow Discord me on on Twitter at Tyler, Tyler from Radish. And uh, for the first annual Tyler's History. For Tyler's History, fun fact. In 1836, which was the middle of ages, a pig, atta- <laughs> a pig attacked a child... Who later went on to die from their wounds? Oh. The, pi- the pig was arrested, kept in prison, and sent to a court where it stood trial for murder, was found guilty, and was executed. That's Tyler's history, baby. We got a number one victory. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> on the board right now, just wiped out tomatoes. Oh.